Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Hey, let me ask you a question. There's all sorts of different ways to get started in real estate investing. You've probably heard of wholesaling and flipping and burrs and all these different things. Have you heard of being a bird dog? A bird dog. Now, this is something I've got experience with from early on in my days in real estate investing. And today's special guest, zooming in from beautiful London, Ontario, Michael Clark. He has been a bird dog in the in the past. He got into wholesaling, doing a flip, doing a burr. He's done a lot with real estate investing. Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. So, hey, first of all, tell us a little bit about life before real estate and what got you interested in it in the first place. Well, you know, I don't, uh, I don't share too much about this, but, uh, you know, I was, uh, uh, so like, I don't know, I, uh, like poverty stricken, right? Like, you know, sad story, sad story. Uh, I was out on my own at like 15. Yeah. I got into, uh, you know, uh, selling drugs that like around that same time. Yeah. And, you know, I, I did pretty well, right? Like, uh, back when I was 16, like it wasn't uh, cool to do drugs, right? If you, if you, if you sold drugs and you, and you, and you did drugs, uh, your, your friends would beat you up and you wouldn't be a part of it anymore, right? So I did, uh, yeah, I was pretty successful at it. And, uh, and I had what I thought was good money back then. You know, uh, I remember one of my friends said to me, he said, uh, when I was 17, he was like, yeah, Mike, you keep going up like this, we're going to own half a Remax one day. And I'm like, coming from where I came from, like, I was like, <laughs> okay, whatever that meant, right? Yeah. And then uh, eventually, um, and then, um, I got I got with uh with the, with my daughter's mother, and she was telling me that her uncle had rental properties and and we should get them. And my whole my whole idea was okay, I'll just get my apprentice like finish my apprenticeship in masonry bricklaying. I'll start a company and with the profit I'll get rental properties, right? Uh huh. And then you know, I tried that, but the drug dealer got me into addiction, addiction. Got <laughs> you into trouble. Yeah. Into trouble in and out of the system or whatever, and then uh. One day I'm sitting inside a house and, you know, I'm up to no good, like trying again, you know, repeating the same process to get a different outcome, you know, right. Yeah. And then some lady walks in and uh, she's like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, what are you doing here? And she's like, how much money do you got in your pocket? I'm like, I don't know. I just woke up hundred bucks. And she's like, Hmm, what do you do for a living? I'm like I do masonry. She's like, why aren't you at work right now? I'm like, I did not, I, I just didn't go. Right. I was up to no good sitting in a room. She had like, so anyway, she goes, uh, she pulls, it was the first, and she pulls out this wad of cash in her pocket. She goes, this is my house you're sitting in. And it's called a cash cow. And I got 12 of the ones to go to. We're, we're in Kitchener. And we got 12 of the ones to go to. And guess what? I'm like, what? She's like, you can do this too. And she walks away. And I'm like, wow. Where are you going? Wow. So I chase after her. And she's like, what are you doing here? You know, addiction got me on methadone. I told the whole story, the blood brute story. She's like, okay, well, listen to this. Listen to this book and this book, and here's my number. Get a hold of me. It was Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and Richest Man in Babylon. Wow. I went straight to my house. And and uh, you know, I said, no, everybody leave me alone. I sat down and listened to them on YouTube and I called her back. And then she brought me to an investors meeting. I went through some more turmoil and then I ended up in London. I messaged her and she's like, Yeah, talk to these 10 people. So I messaged them all like Matt McKeever, Mike Rosehart, Jeff Weibo. Um Anyway, uh, Matt Geertz was one of them. 
And he was the only one that responded. Like I'm talking, like I slept on the floor, like a cockroach ridden rooming house with no kitchen. And yeah, I had one outfit because like I left everything with my family to like go start over. And he met me at a, he met me at a uh, Tim Hortons, like I was saying. And uh, he's like, he's like, see, he goes on, like you know, when you first meet somebody that's in the whole real estate thing, and they go, fire hose. They, thank know. God you listened to Rich Dad Poor Dad at least. You had some some vague idea. Well, I listened to the other one first, Richest Man in Babylon. Oh, okay. And I partially got the Rich Dad Poor Dad, but I, like it just from the past, people planting like, hey, you own half Remax and hey, rental properties. That like yeah. sparked it. So he goes, blah, 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 but, but how can I help you? And that was the end of, it, of his spiel for 20 minutes. And I'm like, I just need a room to rent in better than the one I live in. He goes, I don't know about that, but come to my investors meet up. Okay. So I show up and uh, there's a gentleman named John Kepler there. He sat beside me and some other people that I definitely didn't feel like I fit in. You know, people had suits on and stuff. I had a one outfit that I got handed yeah. down to me. And uh, yeah, they're like, uh, somebody asked me if I wanted food, right? Like the waiter, waitress. And I'm like, uh, and the man's like, oh, he's just going to get water. Right. And then, um, so, like, so then at the end of it, like, I'm like, oh, I got to go, right, guys, I got to go, right? And um, they're like, and then John goes to me, he goes, yeah, if you have no money, do you want to get into wholesaling or Airbnb arbitrage? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. Or no, management, Airbnb management. I'm like, okay, I walked off, right? I had a, a dollar store purple or green dinosaur duotang with some sheets of paper in it and a pen. And I walked outside, I, I smoked cigarettes at the time. I lit a cigarette, I started smoking, like, that's probably pretty important information that I put it out. I went back in the restaurant. I'm like, so what did you just say? And he said, those two things. I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. Then I went back to where I was staying at the time. And uh, I YouTubed it and I seen, you know, I made 20K on my first wholesale deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. And then eventually, I, you know, Matt came to pick me up to take me on those projects. And he's like, he goes to drop me off. And then, because uh, I, I'd go outside, he'd be like, did you go to look for leads? And I, I'd go outside and I'd be like, oh, there's a sign in front of the house for sale. I take a picture, like, there's one, man, there's one. He's like, no, man, it's not how it works. I'm like, it's not how it works. And he told me to read um, How to Win Friends and Influence by Dale Carnegie. Yeah. So I did that. And um, it was like, uh, yeah, he's like, that's not how it works. So he comes to pick me up and he goes to drop me off that one day. I'm like, so how do I do this, man? Like I'm, I'm, I'm messaging people on messenger and like, people are like, what? And he's like, I don't know, man, maybe you should try door knocking. I'm like, nah, I got a tattoo on my face, man. Like, he's like, yeah, you're going to have to either own that and try, or I don't know what to tell you. Right. And that's how she started. That is awesome. That is an awesome. That's the best backstory I've heard in a long time, my friend. So well, thank you very much for sharing that with me. I did I did leave out a little part like when I got to London I was uh I was actually in the hospital on the mental health ward and that's where I was when I met Matt and Tim Hortons staying there and at the first meetup right like addiction led to that yeah right? no I, I'm I familiar with my, my wife works in that department so I'm, I'm pretty familiar with folks that are going through that kind of challenge so uh, indirectly so hats off to you for making a good go of it so okay so you started hanging around with these real estate investors. And again, congratulations for just jumping in and trying stuff and doing stuff. And so you, it sounds like you stumbled into bird dogging. So maybe explain to folks what that means, 
And after those first kind of initial clumsy attempts at it, what did that turn into for you, Michael? So um, I, I just went and door knocked, right? Like I have a YouTube channel and it's a link tree on my, on my Instagram, but um, like I literally, you know, Matt's like, okay, just write a script and then go knock on doors and then ask people if they're, if they're, if they're looking to sell their home or, or whatever. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I filmed her all right. Dead of winter and <laughs> holes in my shoes. Right. Like, but, um, so that's what bird dog essentially is, is like when you, um, when you want to learn how to invest in real estate, you have one of two things. You have time or you have money, right? Mm-hmm. I had time, right? I was on ODSP, mental health, ODSP. I rented the room and I was paid. I had all the time in the world, right? Yeah. I could have sat there and did nothing or like I had nothing to lose, really, right? Right. So I went door knocking and, um, you know, like I didn't, I didn't have the best results door knocking, right? Like I got food at it. I love doing it now. I still do it now, right? Mm-hmm. Anytime I get a spare chance, I do it. Um, but I wasn't getting the best results because it would get like, it would be like nighttime and it's winter and I'm out door knocking and people call the police on me. I think four yeah, times freaking people out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Four times. Like the cops came like, what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> I'm doing nothing wrong, man. <laughs> um, so yeah. And then I just, I got, so eventually I sit in Tim Hortons and I would, um, I was asking everybody who came at the door as I sat there and uh, after mass just try sticky notes. And I would sit there and I'd write these long spiels, you know, buying sticky notes. So you got like the extra big sticky notes or the scrammed it all into a tiny one. Right. (laughs) Three or four sticky notes on a door. (laughs) Right. But I wasn't getting a lot of it like that. Right. So eventually I was like, I just wrote a vague message. Contact me regarding your home. Phone number, Michael. And I'd stick those doors and like Sony will call me, you know, and it took me probably eight months and I got my first deal that closed. And Nice. Nice. Yeah, and yeah. then you're, then you're, then you're really hard. Eight months. Talk yeah. about persistence, my friend. That is mm-hmm. awesome. Like everybody else would have quit after week one. <laughs> really? I mean, so to stick that out, starting in the middle of winter and do that for eight months before you got your first deal, what kept you going? I, I so. I, I so just watching the certain things, right? Like so, Anne was the lady in Kitchener. Her name is Anne Tamber, right? She's I know Anne. Yes, she's yeah, an amazing she, lady. Yes, I, she's like she's like a she's like a what's it, she's a constant in my life. Wow. I, I, I talked to her. I I just I took her opportunity the other day. Nice. Right? Say hello to her. Say hello to her. I've been, it's been a couple of years since I interviewed her on the show, but she is an amazing lady. Yes. Yeah. Oh, she yeah she's the one that got me. Like essentially, she got me into this, right? That, that was the person I met sitting in the house. Um, <clears throat> so oh, I chilled off. What were, what were we talking about? Sorry. Yeah, no problem. What what kept you motivated all that time? Ah, so watch so like certain things that she would tell me to watch, and I started like following. I stopped like following like girls on Instagram that I probably never talked to, and yeah, certain wasting, like wasting rappers. time. Yeah, right. Just, and I just started just, like following like Matt Gears and Matt McKee and all these other right. So all the best. and then seeing the posts, the posts yeah. they say, if you surround yourself by successful people, will brainwash you into being successful, right? And keeps you so like I was just so fascinated that okay, I'm not hanging out with these people that like got me in trouble so much, or I got myself in trouble, but you know, every we all you know, in so that but you you actually moved towns, correct? You'd move from wherever you were before you got yourself out of that 
that particular environment into a new one for a fresh start. Is that correct? So did that help as well? Yeah. And I, so like knowing that I was hanging out with people that were doing something that, okay, these guys are doing it. There's no way I can't do it. Right. Yeah. There's been so many times where I'd move to a different city and know nobody, nothing. And I'd be like, you know, I would with the wrong goals, make yeah. something of myself before I crash down. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well this, and like, you know, reading the post, play gratification and surround yourself by five people. You'll be the six. Like it, just seeing that and like believing it. And it just, you know, and Matt too. And, and, you know, they Matt would be like, Hey Mike, did you go any knock on your doors yet today? And I'd be like, Oh yeah, nope, not yet, but I'm on my way right now. <laughs> All right, so. Oh, that is awesome. All right. So eight months, you got your first deal. Explain to people how that works. Like, how do you get compensated for finding deals for other people? And and who did you find the deal for? For Matt? Yeah. Well, for, first, you, you got to like be, so you got to be like a part of the company, right? So that's, that's the one thing. And then um, it was like, so I found, I found the first one. It was a hoarder house. It was, uh, I think it was 51 Appel Street, 50, 52 Appel Street. But um, so there's another gentleman named Matt Scott. He flipped, he, like he does flips. I don't know if you've met him before, but no. he's out here in, in London. Uh, I met him at Matt's meetup, uh, London Creative. So I met him and I started doing tarots for him, demo work for him. And then, so during the day, I did the demo work for him. And then at night, instead of getting a ride home, I would I would go door knocking, right? Okay. Yeah. And then uh, that's yeah, that's how it started. It was like I sorry, I shut off for the question. Yeah, no, no, no. So how do you get compensated for oh, doing compensated. these kind of deals? Yeah, so yeah. I'm doing that working for cash, and then I went out do that like, and I stuck it out the door. The guy called me, out of the system. And then like, it was just something like at first it was like a deal. It was like, okay, you find four and then we'll give you a percentage. But at first it's just a thousand bucks. Right. So okay. the first one, thousand bucks. And then I went and I did work because I've done construction. Right. And. Uh, just to keep the so, lights on kind of thing and kept door knocking. On right. Top yeah. So, so on the, so we closed on the flip and then I went did for like cheap, you know, I was learning how to do renovation. So like 20 bucks an hour or something like that. And then when it was all done, I got my, my bird dog fee. And then I got the the hourly for right for working, but then like the second one I found was like such a steal of a deal that like I got I got five k, and then the third one I got eight k, <laughs> and, nice. and then by that time he's like, look man, I'll just give you twenty five percent now, right? So I think out of that doing it that way, like the biggest check I got was like thirty k or twenty seven seventeen or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Very nice. That that persistence paid off for sure, my friend. So okay, so you you did the bird dogging thing for a while. Then what happened? How did you how did you become more of an active? Well, that was very active, but how did you become an actual real estate investor yourself? Not just finding the deals, but doing the deals. Uh, the follow up, right? Another guy that I that I know and I uh, follow on Instagram and stuff too. Uh, Jeff Weibel and Mitt Pern and uh, Capital Foundation and those guys. So I've seen the the money's in the follow up. So this house right here is my friend Brenda. Uh, on Egerton, it was another one of mascots flips. I was helping him do the work. Walked around the corner, knocked on this door. She came out. She said, "Hey, yeah, I do want to sell my house." So it's every month I would stop by, but like I literally forgot about like her selling her house, and I just like formed a relationship with her. 
and we'd go to eat for coffee and eat and all this and like in that time like that eight months that i put in of nothing like all these deals closed after that yeah. and i got out of debt i was like 50k in arrears of like 30 was of it was like child support and like a 407 bill a rogers bill like just yeah. all that Everything. crap yeah and I paid all that off. I got my right. So then, then when she was finally ready to sell, one, one day we're having dinner. She's like, "Oh yeah, I'll sell it. I'm ready to sell my house now." I'm like, "Pardon? <laughs> I forgot about that, <laughs> right?" So, so I go to Matt and I'm like, "Matt, I've had a duplex because me and Matt sat down with a realtor named um, Paul Cash, and he's like, "Yeah, you should probably start with the duplex because I want to start with the fourplex." That's what Dan said. Start with the fourplex. I'm like, "Okay." So I, I got this duplex. I'm like, "Man," then we do all the paperwork. I get her to sign it, and then I negotiated a BTB. Undertake back uh, mortgage, yep. Yeah, seventy five k, the two seventy five purchase price. Nice. Uh, for two years at one point five, <laughs> uh, right? And this is when money was one point five, and like yeah. everything was like like a duplex. You you could list it, and you like people were overbidding two hundred thousand dollars, right? So yeah. And then I got so in second position, so I got the two hundred and first at six percent private money, and it was like the same amount as my rent. So no money down. None. And then None. I, and then now, when, did, it, when uh, it closed, Brenda lent me 50K to do renovations. No, nothing, no interest, nothing. Here he goes, 50K. And then my buddy that helped me do all the renovations that wasn't mechanical, his yeah. girlfriend lent me 15K. My mom lent me 15K. Mm-hmm. I did her all up, rented the top out to some fine Ukrainians that uh, um, were new to the country. Put the new mortgage on because I did mainstream, you know, mainstream construction, made good enough money with the rental income. Yeah. Perfect burr fixed, fortunately, because my mortgage broker, Jared Coyne, he was like, Mike, fix. I know there's all these variable offers at lower rates, but fix. And wow. I did, so. Nice. Smart, yeah. smart, smart. All right. So that got you in the duplex. And what are your plans moving ahead, Michael? Uh, we So I just, uh, my first deal that I did wholesale by myself, I uh, sold that uh, guy named Ken, uh, Ken Madliner. He's an experienced uh, lender, flipper. He's got properties, burrs. He's been doing it for quite a while. Um, so the wholesale fee and then less of a wholesale fee for 12% net profit of the flip. That's, I think it was on the market for like a weekend, maybe like a very, very small amount of time. Mm-hmm. But it went uh, conditional as with a sub pump in the basement. Um, like a, So that closed on the 23rd for the second time. And then I have a flip out in St. Thomas, that uh my friend uh justin he he lent me the the money i came with down payment he lent the rest of it at nine uh, i was gonna wholesale it but he's like i'll lend you money for that i'm like oh yeah but he's like i'll do it for single digits i'm like that's tough nice. <laughs> and then uh, now you're talking got, my language nice. right and then i was the person i sold uh, like i got i did a bird dog for and just gave to my friend daryl daryl wood he's also been doing it for a while he's got airbnb portfolio and six or seven properties uh, he partnered with me and he raised the money to renovate it and do the work with our, with our friend Diane who does work with them. So that's in a renovation right now. And then, uh, I work with, uh, Zach now and I'm just doing the, uh, learn how to do everything virtually instead of having to do, do much, do so much door knocking. So what, what kind of deals are you looking for virtually and where, uh, right now more, more like, uh, the deals are already there, but cold calling and finding buyers. And then if I'm looking for new leads, it's for investors that want to invest in rent to own mm. as the investor, not as the tenant buyer. Right. Right. 
Yeah, that's yeah. Zach's big into that stuff. You know, that's very very cool. So, what are your plans moving ahead? What do you what do you want to be doing more of? Uh, well, I got hot leads. I got hot leads from door knocking, like London in London. My uh, uh yeah, like I said, from door knocking and stuff like that. I got a bunch of hot leads that I, got, that I keep following up on. Right, I think I got like eleven right now, but a couple of them, you know, they want too much, and you know, yeah. trying to negotiate. But it's, I don't know if you know, sometimes it's better just to. Walk away for a while, circle back when yeah. time and circumstances change their mind a little bit. Hopefully, right? And then, um, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to do things virtually. Uh, you know, I'm I've been doing this for about three years now, so you know, I'm okay with putting in like a lot of work for six years or so at the end of six years, and then like have much more time freedom, and then I'm gonna focus more on music because I do like I do music here and there, right? Like and like a motivational speak speech type thing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you got a hell of a story, my friend. That's for yeah. sure. You really do. That That is an amazing, amazing story. Awesome, Michael. Well, if people want to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, Facebook, Michael Clark, but Michael spelled M-I-C-H-E-A-L. Same with uh, Michael Helps with two S's. Uh, my Facebook's connected to my Instagram. My Instagram name is International Helps. There's a link tree in there to my YouTube page. And I have um, I have LinkedIn, but I don't I haven't been on it forever since like the first time I made it three years ago. Uh, well, I, I, I got a question for you. So you got the YouTube thing going on. What's what, what are you doing with that? Just out of curiosity, because I'm, I've got my own YouTube going. It's kind of, it's a hell of a lot of work. And, and uh, it's one of those persistence type things, at least in my case, it's been Jesus plug, 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 plug away at this, not seeing a hell of a lot of results. What, what about you with the whole YouTube thing? I just, you know, I just filmed the journey. Like it's from, from the beginning, it's, it's been a thing. It's been a motivational thing, right? Like nice. you can come from anywhere in any aspect in the angle of life, right? Like, you know, like when I was, when I was young, like my mom and the guy that adopted me, like they did well, they owned a house, he owned a plumbing company. My mom was the bookkeeper, right? Like they did well, but then they divorced and I went through all that stuff. Right. And then I, you know, I came out on top. I just had to make some better choices and like, you know, so that's why i've been recording it like you know some of it's doing some renovation some of it's me learning some of it's me doing some stuff that i look back like (laughs) but But it's the journey right yeah you know like you know if if you got if if a person has that brother that you know can't say no and is going down the wrong path and you know some motivation hey look at this guy like look at how he's changed that's awesome that is awesome that's a that's an awesome why Okay, Michael. Well, thanks so much for being on the show and everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully this has given you a good motivational kick in the ass. If it hasn't, I don't know what will. Okay, everybody take care and we will talk to you on the next episode.